0: In the name of Jesus, amen. Our sermon text this morning is the epistle reading, 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him, in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our lord jesus christ god is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son jesus christ our lord first of all the apostles gratitude for the church is a pleasant observation isn't it st paul gives thanks to god for the corinthian christians as i a pastor in the apostolic tradition give thanks to god for all the Humboldtian Christians who gather here in Ferndale because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. The apostles' appreciation for these Christians is because of the grace God gave them in Jesus Christ. That is the saving grace of the cross of Christ, of Jesus' crucifixion in their place, which was proclaimed to them, shared with them, taught to them by the Holy Spirit, through the gospel message spoken by the mouth of men, which filled their ears and poured down into their hearts. What a thing for them and for you and for me. And this remarkable giving of grace through the preaching of the crucified body and blood of Jesus in every way enriched the Corinthians in all of their speech and in all of their knowledge Even as that testimony, that verifiable eyewitness testimony about Christ, how he was in fact killed under the governorship of Pontius Pilate, but rose from the grave on the third day, fully alive, indisputably alive, visible for all to see, and in no hurry to ascend into heaven, appearing before 500 witnesses, eyewitnesses who could verify the testimony of his miraculous resurrection, even as that testimony was confirmed among the Corinthians. They have their knowledge, their speech that conveys the gospel message. Paul says, That the confirmation of the death and resurrection of Christ Jesus for the forgiveness of sins had a purpose for the Christians in Corinth. It has the same purpose for Christians everywhere, including you, where you are. It was for you. What did he say? So that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Saints, do you hear that message? Do you hear the purpose of the gospel message that Jesus died for you as your substitute to atone for your sins? That message preached to you, taught to you, which you gather to hear, to receive, week in and week out, even if it's only in spirit because you're homebound. It's proclaimed so that you wouldn't lack any gift as we wait for the return of the one who is right now, this very moment, sustaining you and will sustain you to the end, keeping you guiltless all the way to the day that he comes back. (laughs) Praise be to Jesus. We are sinners, aren't we? Yes, we're sinners. Indeed, we're sinners. It's the sad reality of living as fallen human beings in a fallen world that is still on this side of that final day of the Lord. And because we're sinners, we have and we do and we will sin every single day of our lives. We confess our sins when we come to church. And then what do we hear? We hear the words of absolution spoken over us. You're forgiven of your sins, dear saints. Jesus absolved you of your sins. He, he used my lips this morning to, to absolve all those who were able to gather here in person to bring the objective truth of his cross to their ears that this good news would pour into their hearts? Because we are forgiven. You're forgiven too, this message right here in your ears, the way that I proclaim the message to all those from the pulpit, to all those who gather here at church. I am able to proclaim that to you, and that is a word of forgiveness. It is a gospel word, and, and we hear it again when we gather together with thanksgiving at the altar of the Lord, we're also able to receive the very body and blood of Christ in person when we gather and and it's given to us in, with, and under the bread and wine in Holy Communion. And we receive that grace only because we're baptized sinners, right? Those who've been washed clean of our sin, in the blessed waters of regeneration, wherein we find another place. That that is, baptism is another place where the grace of our crucified and resurrected Lord is given to us. Yeah, it's amazing. The means of grace are abundant. They're, They're a multitude to make sure we get the grace that God has won for us. You, dear saints... Wherever you are watching this right now, as a Christian, as a baptized believer in Christ Jesus, who's been forgiven of his or her sins, you are truly not lacking any gift, but are sustained as guiltless. Yes, you sinners You are sustained as guiltless of your sin. Not because you're all that good of of a people, of a person. No. Now, if I know you, I perhaps could say I like you, right? Just as St. Paul possessed a fondness for the church in Corinth, I possess a fondness for the church here in Ferndale. But it's not because the people here are good. (laughs) No. Not on their own. No, sir. It's because, as Paul says in verse 9, God is faithful. See, you're sustained by Christ Jesus through his Holy Spirit, not because you're good, but because he is. You're sustained as guiltless, not because you don't sin, but because God is faithful. And he promised to cover the guilt of your sin with the sacrifice of your Savior, the Messiah, Jesus Christ that's good news, friend. That's good news. There's nothing for you to do to be counted as guiltless. You don't have to do anything. Christ has done all that's necessary. You don't have to to prove your faithfulness to him. Indeed, if if you tried, you would fail at such a feat. You would not accomplish that goal. You're not faithful. Not at all. But God is. God is thoroughly faithful. He loves you with a steadfast faithfulness and it's by his doing that you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, glory be to him. All thanks and praise be to him for he is faithful. He alone is good. He alone sustains you guiltless and will continue to do so until the very end, until the day of our Lord's return. And he says it's near. And we know that the testimony of the Lord, it's true. And so, praise be to Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, amen.